0: Welcome to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable with your host Mindy Harley. Warning, listening to this podcast might cause you to shatter your limited beliefs, recognize your potential, and motivate you to be the best you can be. Other side effects may include, but not limited, to grabbing life by the balls. Taking no crap from anyone, becoming an unstoppable force at various aha moments to get you thinking outside
1: the box. Hello and welcome to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. Today's guest definitely lives up to being unfuckwithable. His name is Samuel Fraunstein. He is a South African strongman. And we're going to talk today about what it takes to sink deep and then real deep to the level of training required in his journey to compete in Africa's Strongest Man this November, overcoming setbacks that would permanently bench a lot of people out there and the tough times and lessons he's learned as CEO of Phoenix Films in South Africa. This is going to be a phenomenal episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Cool beans. Okay, everyone. Welcome to episode, wow, six. We're on episode six of Becoming Unfuckwithable. And I have with me a man that is, uh, basically lives up to that name uh, very well. His name is Samuel Fraunstein. He is a strongman, competitor, sponsored athlete with USN, and he is CEO of, um... This a uh, Phoenix Rising, correct? Uh,
0: Phoenix Films, yeah. Phoenix
1: yeah. Films, yes. So, very excited to have you uh, on the show today, Sam. Um, it's a pleasure and an honor uh, to speak with you. And, yeah, you know what? You have been at this for such a long time, you know, in the strongman competitions. You've battled injuries, um <laughs> left and right but you keep coming back stronger exactly i mean just like <laughs> just like a phoenix and you know what was it like a lot of people you know you've got you you have the physique too that you could be a bodybuilder but what what got you lured into strongman
0: um <laughs> thanks men's and i i really appreciate the kind words um well i think it's because i'm really pretty um that i went into strongman because you know all the guys there are ugly. So uh, you know, I got one up on okay. that. <laughs> um, men's, uh, to be perfectly honest, you know, uh, I just really, you know, growing up, I was a, I was a pretty small kid, you know, and um, strength. I've, I've always been fascinated with strength. I mean, since you know, since I can remember, you know, uh, Samson and Delilah and stories about Hercules and all of these things. You know, uh, we've always had an incredible fascination with strength, and. I actually took a year off from playing rugby to uh, to put on a bit of size and gain a bit of strength, and I realised that you know I'm a little stronger than you know than most of the other guys. So um, a friend of mine got me into got me into strongman, and just the fact that it's so incredibly extreme, I mean that just really did it for me. You know, I mean when I started, I looked at this plane. Uh, at the airport, and I was thinking, like, wouldn't it just be incredible to be able to pull that? And uh, <laughs> you know, like two years later, three years later, I I, I did it, and um, yeah, you know, I paid the price for it, like, for an entire week after that. But it was, it, it was just, it was just incredible, you know. You just yeah. So I mean, that just absolutely helped me. I I, I just love being, I just love being strong, and the, and trying to be uh stronger than I was, you know, last lift out.
1: Yeah. And I mean okay, so how big how big was that plane anyway?
0: Um, it was one of those little seven three seven
1: well, I say little seven (laughs) three seven
0: domestic jobs. A little seven thirty seven, yeah. (laughs) I think it was about thirty one or thirty five tons or something um i have not even know what that is in pounds but um yeah it was uh it was pretty big
1: that is incredible um you know but like your training like what does what does your training typically look like how like you know how does one prepare i mean you're like i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta pull a plane you know in five months like what what do you do to prepare for that (laughs) well i mean
0: there's, I mean, obviously a lot of your a lot of your training in the gym. You know, it's the it's the basic lifts. You know, it's the squats, uh, the deadlifts, uh, leg presses. You know, all the all the big compound movements. Um, you know, we don't really focus too much on the aesthetic stuff. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but when you know when I'm prepping for something like that or for an event where there's a truck pull or something along those lines, you know, actually being able to to do the event and training, um, there's no real substitute for that. So, what we basically did for that—I mean, I didn't have a plane in the backyard, yeah. but I did have a few guys <laughs> at the um, uh, at the fire station, and you know, they they allowed me to to use a fire truck. So, what we wow. did was we just—you uh, know—we had the handbrake on a bit, and uh, you know, we had it up against a slight incline to kind of mimic the the weight and. Uh, you know, just the drag that you would get out of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just pulled until my little tissue was blue and until the thing moved. Um, you know, I had some really, really great help from uh, from a few friends that, you know, that have been in Strongman for quite a while um, around the technique. You know, I'm not the biggest competitor around. So um, my weight counted against me. So I had to get as low as possible and just, you know, work from there. So, yeah, it's just... Pull whatever you can, man. If you've got a car outside, strap a rope up to it and pull the thing. It's uh, it's good fun.
1: Yeah. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's good fun. It's just, but you do a lot of outdoor training, though, as well. Like, not just the yeah. gyms, I mean, because, I mean, that's where you're going to be doing a lot of the competitions and stuff like that. And, of course, obviously, so it is, um, let's see if I can remember correctly here. So right now, it's actually the winter there for you, no? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. if you
0: there's not much of a winter in South
1: Africa, but yeah,
0: it's uh, uh, it's cold. You know, I'm, I've, I've still got shorts on, but I'm wearing a, a long sleeve top, so it's pretty cold. Yeah,
1: <laughs> cold <laughs> enough. But yeah, I guess you need to be you need to be outdoors like that. And I mean, just the extreme weather, the heat that you guys get. Like, I can't I can't even like imagine training in that at all. Um, sure. No. It,
0: it, it's tough, you know. We do um, we do quite a lot of training outside, and then uh, um, you know we've got um, we've got a warehouse that we keep our strongman equipment in that we train in. Now, uh, I mean, it's it's basically just is it is what it is. It's a big warehouse, so yeah. um, you know when the sun when the sun's out and it's a Saturday afternoon, it's um, <laughs> man, it, it, it's ridiculous in there. But you know, it also helps because on the day, you know, when you compete. And um, a lot of our big competitions are, are in summer. Um, if you're used to that heat and if you've trained in that heat, uh, it helps a hell of a lot more than the competitors that have been training in, in air-conditioned gyms. Um, yeah. You know, it is that conditioning and, and mentally it just, you know, you've been through it. So um, it's just another day at the office.
1: Yeah. And you said like mentally. So when you're going through, you know, you're at the competition, you know, and you're, you're pulling things, you're lifting things. I mean, what's, what, <laughs> what runs, what runs through your head? Like, what are you telling yourself? Cause I mean, we all kind of, you know, you you're squeezing out that last rep in the gym, you know, and you're having that, that fight with yourself and yourself, you know, squeeze out one more, but this yeah. is just on a whole nother level. So mentally, like what, what is that conversation that's going through your head to get you to, to move like another inch, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's um, you know, man.
0: It's 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 quite interesting. A lot of the guys get really, you know, they get really pumped up beforehand. And it's great, you know, it's great for the crowd and, and it's great for that. But I, I mean, for me, always internally, it's um, you know, it's about you've put in all the work. Uh, you know, you you it's all the pain that you've gone through. It's all the, I mean, it's the, it, and it really is. It's a hell of a lot of pain. It's the sacrifice of. You know, I mean, you guys have it as well, not going out partying, you know, sticking to a diet and just, you know, it's that. And and it's all for this. It's for this moment. And if you don't leave it all out there, you know, why on earth did you put in all that effort? Why on earth did you put in all that, you know, all of that? And I think that one of the great things about strongman, the sport, is to see people, to see the fight. You know, it's like, you know, it's like the gladiators of old. And people come there to see that they don't come there to see you give up when it gets tough, and um, you don't want to see that because you know you're you're better than that, you know you're more than that. So when it gets to things cramping and you know you you can't see in front of you or you can't feel your feet or whatever it is, um, you push because that's what you do. You know, there's this beautiful saying. It says, uh, you know, when when the pressure is on, you don't rise to the occasion, you 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 fall to the level of your training. And if your training is that intense, day in and day out, it really, really becomes hard to give up when you're, uh, when you're in a competition. Um, and, I mean, it helps that I'm pretty competitive, and most of the guys are. Um, the other great thing is when you feel like there's nothing left, it's kind of an unwritten rule in Strongman that the other competitors really support you. And, you know, you're looking up and you've got the guys next to you screaming and shouting and just, you know, that, that yeah. just helps you dig a little deeper for that.
1: Yeah, I bet. Just like, I mean, just with lips and stuff so like that. I mean, I don't even work, um, like, I don't work out with, I work out by myself, but definitely when there's someone there yeah. cheering you on and screaming at you, like, the odd time that it's happened, I mean, it really, it really makes a difference where it's just mind over matter. Absolutely. And it just everything takes You know,
0: over. You, you, know you realize, um, I mean, on I, I, I earth, forget I was, I, I did a truck on the competition and, uh, and my shoe actually slipped off midway through. Now, you know, you're pulling on the, on the, <sighs> The, the, the road and as I thought about just you know okay shoot come off it's fine you know it's, it's okay there was this little kid in the crowd and I just happened to see it uh the little kid and you know you can't stop then you know I mean yeah. you, you 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 know who, who who else are you inspiring and needless to say it took a couple of uh, uh pedicures to get me all fixed up again <laughs> you know it was cool and it's you know Couple of years later, it's still something we talk about, and you know, it's it's, it's it's fun conversation. And you know, hopefully, you know that kid one day when you know when things get tough for him, be it in sport, be it in life, be it in whatever, you know, he remembers this crazy dude that he saw do that. And you know that that's what inspired me growing up is other athletes just kind of pushing beyond. You know, yeah. And it's not only the guys at the top level because that's kind of expected what inspires me is guys at normal national level or, or even at amateur level giving it all i mean that's where the real glory is cuz um, you know there's there's no cameras there's no money there's there's nothing it's just them versus them and uh, you know there's a beautiful nobility in that
1: yeah absolutely i mean now you're um, you're preparing yourself right now you've got uh, yeah. a huge competition Coming up in the in, well the fall for me that's uh what September for you is, or is yeah November yeah
0: it's uh, it's it's summer um uh you know it's, it, I mean it's November is a is a really big one it's Africa's Strongest Man mm-hmm. so uh you know it's 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 all the best athletes um that come together off the continent and uh, it's a qualifier for the world's Strongest Man. And for Arnold's and for everything that goes with it. So, um, you know, I've been I've been actually out of out of action for quite a bit. You know, unfortunate with injuries and and everything. So it's a fantastic show to come back to. Um, you know, being able and blessed enough to compete with a, you know, some of the strongest guys in the in the continent and some of the guys that I train with. So um, yeah, I'm working hard for that. You know, it's uh, that's it. That's that's what I think about day in and day out. You know, it's. Um, it's, it, it's going to be big. It's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah. And so how many, like, is it, like, how do you qualify for that? Like, you got to be, is it, how many do they take from that competition? Is there, okay. like, weight classes? How well, does that work? Yeah. There's um, there's basically two uh,
0: weight classes in, 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 in Strongman. Uh, it's under 105 kilograms. So, what's that, at like, 230, I think, in yeah. pounds. Okay. And then there's an open class. Um, I'll be competing in the open class this year and um, I mean that's it, there's no weight restriction, there's no height restriction, I mean it is what it is, you're competing against guys that weigh 350, 400 pounds, you know, um, so it's a couple of big guys. Um, you uh, you qualify throughout the year yeah. um, in various Giants Live competitions. I've been very blessed that I've got a, I mean I, I've been invited to the comp. Um, uh, I guess it's just from, you know, from uh, previous performances. or I don't know. Maybe they just need to fill up the numbers. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I've I managed to get invited uh, to that. And there's, uh, there's 25 guys uh, for the first day. And then that gets cut down generally to about 15 for the second day. And, uh, you know, you uh, it's, it's a two-day competition. Yeah. Um, on average, it'll be between eight or nine events. So it's four on one day and then four or five on the other day, and uh, yeah, I mean to get through to that uh, to get through to that second day is uh, it's a big one because there's uh, I mean there's a lot of incredible talent out there. I mean, um, some really big guys out of uh, out of Nigeria, out of Egypt, and I mean obviously South Africa.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. So every every corner they're going to be there. So yeah, that's going to be a huge event. Is it going to be? Is going to be televised at all?
0: Yeah, it is. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a giant one. So um, uh, I think it's ESPN and Fox and uh, you know the guys that uh, you know that support it throughout the US and the UK yeah. um, and, and the rest of Europe. So yeah, I'm gonna have to make sure that the beard is trimmed and you know it, it looks
1: uh, it looks <laughs> on point. You have to see your man. Uh, has, was it Habibi that does your does your beard?
0: Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, he's <laughs>
0: It's I mean it's the funniest it's the funniest conversation to have with that guy. I mean, and uh, um, you know, I mean even you know he's he's from Algeria, and I mean even there they know the world's strongest man. You know they know Marius Budzinski and they know these guys. And you know I think when you're in the sport and I mean it's, it's it goes uh, it goes for your sport as well. I think we become really complacent with the people that we meet and, and spend time with every day. I mean here I am chatting to you, and you forget. How many people out there look up to those people? And you know, I mean, you know, before we met, you know, you were a hero of mine. Uh, you know, so <laughs> it's it's just a, it's just the most incredible thing to, to to know that it's not just your little circle. There's really people out there that that watch and that are interested. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times, you know, that's where we miss the the plot behind. It. You know, it's great to win and it's great to do all of that stuff, but at the end of the day, you know, you're an ambassador for a sport or for fitness to the rest of the world and that's something that people lose sight of, you know, you need to be, you know, stay humble and just realize that it's a gift that you've been given, Um, you're not owed anything and, uh, you know, you, you should treat it as such.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think... I think he nailed it right there, and a lot of people, you know, forget that, and they forget about the bigger picture of things. And you know, it's not just you're just not in this little bubble. You know, it expands worldwide. I mean, especially with I mean, social media. Like we met, we met over Twitter. So yeah, you know, wow, that's crazy. Yeah,
0: And, and you know, this 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 brotherhood is really. I mean, it's helped me through a lot of difficult stuff, you know, and, and it's helped a lot of people. And and then it's sad that you find that when some of the athletes do achieve a little bit of success and a little bit of fame, um, you know, that they start believing their own press. And, you know, it should never be like that. Um, uh, you know, you you should realize why you started doing this in the first place. Um, you know, I I, I'll never, I started doing this because I was this insecure little kid, you know? Yeah. And uh, and the moment you lose track of why you started, um, you know, you might as well just have to hang it up because, uh, you know, then the passion and the hunger is gone. Then you start doing it for glory and fame and, uh, yeah, you know, it should never be like that.
1: Yeah, no, and I mean... Happens, but I mean sometimes sometimes the sport ends up weeding, you know, those people out and everything, but other times, you know, they still they still go on and it's just unfortunate yeah. that um, you know, people can have that sort of sense of entitlement and forget about the you know, the, the fans and the people that have supported them along yeah. the years. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, um, absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's good. I mean you're you're humble, you keep it humble, you keep it real. Um, I mean with your with your training and stuff like that, you don't, um, you don't really sugarcoat anything, you know, stuff happens to you. You've been, you've been injured a lot. And where that, <laughs> that, you know, well that, that would have broke a lot of people, you know, but you, the, the mental tenacity that you had to pull through that, like what, like when you get injured like that, like how, what is the... <laughs> No, because I've you I've seen the photos and stuff, and it, it's, yeah. brutal, it's these brutal injuries. You know what is the like the the mental conversation that you have with yourself? Like, because I mean, the mind is really powerful with healing. You know, and yeah, okay, yeah, you, know, you need to take your time yes. to, to heal like that. But it seems like you've you it seems like you've gotten this conversation down pat because no matter how many times uh. you've been knocked down, you <laughs> keep coming back, and it's just incredible. Like, what's what what goes through your head when you when you get injured like that and you're in the hospital and you know the the doctor is like probably telling you you gotta quit this like what are you doing you know like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, had, I've heard that a few times
0: I mean uh, uh, in the last couple of years I've uh, I've dropped the car on my legs during a car flip so that's all you know that's the quads off, shattered both knees uh, then I broke my hip twice both during deadlifts. I mean, I've snapped off both pecs. Uh, I mean, it's hamstrings, it's biceps, it's, you know, you know that it. it's, you know, it's happened, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I tore my pec again. So, um, yeah. the, the toughest thing
1: when it happens,
0: I mean, it, it, it's, it's not really the pain, you know, I mean, I remember tearing the, 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 the pec during the press, and the first thing that goes through my head is, oh, how long am I going to be out this time? Uh.
1: Um,
0: you know, it's, um... The conversation is tough. I, I mean, I remember the first time, you know, I was, uh, I was in bed for three months. Uh, I couldn't walk. I couldn't go to the bathroom. I, I mean, I remember it being a huge, huge, huge thing for me to be able to, to take a bath myself, you know, to wash myself. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I lost about 60, 60 probably 70 pounds uh, during that process. And, you know, you see all of your kids go and they're just doing better and better and they're winning stuff. And you think, but you know, back when I competed, I was strong, stronger than you, you know. And, and man, that gets really depressing. And and then one day, I realized that, fine, this is this is part of my workout. This is part of the this is part of the journey. I need to, you know, be okay and say, okay, it's happened. You know, I can't live in the past anymore. I can't say, yeah, but if it didn't happen, I would have been strong. It happened, and there's no what ifs. Um, Mentally, it's, you know, it's a fight every day, um, you know, to to get that next meal, to make sure you don't lose too much weight and all of this. And, you know, so so that's really tough. But I very soon realized that if I can get through it mentally, that's going to make me tougher to beat. Because when it gets down to that last inch that we spoke about earlier on, Mm -hmm no one's going to want it more than I do because I've got months and months and months of lying on my ass on a couch or in the bed dreaming about what that must feel like. And you also realize that you can't take any session for granted. You know, it's, 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 it's a snap of the finger and it's gone. It's all gone. You'll never lift a weight in your life again. And when you've got that attitude and you walk into the gym, you know, then you can't half us it. You know, then you've got to push everyone because you don't know when it's going to be done. Um, and, and you know, I kind of just hang on to, you know, there's, there's faith that I hang on to. Um, I've got an incredible support structure. You know, people talk about uh, bodybuilding and strongman and powerlifting being an a, a individual sport. It's yeah. not. You know, I've got, my friends, I mean I remember how you you know, how how you just you know, you were there for me. I've got a team of physios, I've got a team of surgeons and doctors and whatnot. it's almost part of the team. Um, so when you do if you are lucky enough to come back, it's not your comeback, it's their comeback. But you're the one that needs to do it. So you can't you can't let them down. You can't let you down. I mean, I remember making promises to myself and bargaining with myself that might go, you know, if I can just get through this, I'll do this and I'll do that. And <laughs> and at some stage, you know, you need to pay up for those markers. You know, you need to pay up for all those promises. Yeah. And you know, you you realize that if you just make the decision to not stop, regardless of what happens, just not give up. Period. That's not even an option. That's not even on the table. You'll be surprised at how much you can achieve. And you know, when you get injured again, yeah, well, you know, here we just, here we go again. It's going to make me tougher. Uh, mentally, it's going to make me stronger than the next guy. So, I've been blessed that I've managed to look at it a little differently um, in that sense, and that's come from really just having a great support structure around me. And um, yeah, so it's, it's listen, it's not fun. Yeah, but it's it's like it's probably like cardio. It's not fun. <laughs> it's something you got to do, you know. If you want to get to, if you want to get to, to the best and to being your best, you don't need to enjoy it. You don't need to enjoy dying. You just need to do it. You don't need to enjoy being injured. It's part of strongman, you know. I just need to do it, um, and and you know that's your that's the approach. It's as simple as that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you when you accept it that it's it's part of the training, and it's going to happen. You know, it's inevitable at some point. And, you know, you just accept it as such rather than saying, you know, it's a setback, it's setting me back. It's like, no, this is part of the training. Like, this is just, you know, yes. phase, phase two, mental tenacity 101, you know. Um, yeah. now, now it's your time to sit and reflect and, like you said, make those bargains with yourself. And then so that yeah. when the time comes to perform, to be out there, that, like you said, no one wants it as bad as you. So it's mm-hmm. building that up for you. Yeah,
0: and, and the, the other yeah. thing that's important is, I, I really tried and I mean, I, I, hang on, I hang on to those feelings, you know, lying in bed at night and, and you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit, it. you know, there, there may have been a couple of tears through all of that, um, <laughs> but I try, I try to hang on to that because yeah. the moment I feel like, oh, God, I, I can't do another set and you know, what? I probably don't need to, I really had a good session. I go back to how I felt then mm. and I know I don't want to feel like that ever again. You know, so so you go and you dig deep and you go and you do it um, because that's that's what you do. That's you know, it's there's just no option around it. You've you've taken it off the table. Um, uh, (laughs) It's uh, it is what it is, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, it's true, definitely. Um, You know, you you said you said a little bit. You know, there might have been a little little bit of tears there. <laughs> and, uh, I was waiting for that. <laughs> but I mean, and, and you're you're kind of on polar opposites here, like with your yeah. with your pa- I mean, like with your passions and stuff. You're you're doing this, you know, very brute, like strongman competitions. You're all in, you know. And then you've got like with the film production company, and you're making these. Yeah. It's cinematic. It's drama. I mean, very in <laughs> tune with. You know the emotions and everything, and it's 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 you know it's complete opposite ends yeah. of each other, and like for an industry like that to be for you to be in, it's not like your other day job is like a, a firefighter or something else. You know, very like <laughs> and you're. I mean, granted, you're still CEO, but you're in a very different industry. That yeah, you know, is the complete opposite of strongmen. <laughs> it, it, it is, and I think I mean strength.
0: I think there's a big misconception around what being strong is. Yeah. You know, being, being strong is not the quintessential cowboy, you know, that we know of Lumberjack or whatever it is you want to call it, you know, being strong is, you know, on an emotional level to understand what it is that you're feeling, um, to know why you're feeling it and to be able to deal with those emotions be it happy, be it sad, be it passion, be it hate, be it jealous, whatever. And it's about being able to confront that comes out of that. I mean, that's real strength, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and the same goes for your training. You know, um, when you train, you're not living in, a, in this delusional world where it's all good and it's all, you know, macho. You know, you do go back and you go, well, I'm just not getting there with my squat and you know to be honest it's not on par And this is why it's not and this is what I need to work at and so I think I think on uh, strength is really about being self-aware and being able to to be honest enough with yourself and and to a large extent you know that making films for me is exactly that it's it's about taking the spotlight and showing it on a specific human condition that I'm either intrigued with or you know that I'm personally battling through or that I've seen in other people and I want to try and explore that because that, I mean that is what it's about it's about exploring mm-hmm. I mean it's about exploring different exercises it's about exploring different emotions it, it's all about that but ultimately not being afraid of what it is that you're going to find you know we find so often that um uh, uh, people are very easy to criticize, you know, and they're very easy to say what's wrong with the industry, and what's wrong with other people, and it's this and that. But very, very few people are strong enough to turn that microscope around and to say, right, let's have a look at me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not fun; uh, it is scary. Uh, but that's what strength is—you know, scared shitless but still settling up anyway. You know, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a, you know that's, that's how I've made the connection and managed to do that. And um, it's it's I mean it's it, it's a passion I have for both things immensely. Um, so I'm just really blessed to be able to lift heavy stuff and make movies. I mean, geez, it's the best life you could
1: possibly. <laughs> yep, that is a pretty damn awesome life. So with when you're when you're making when you're making movies and stuff like that, how busy throughout the year are you? Like with productions. Um, I'm wrapping up on a, on a horror now, believe it or not. Um, uh,
0: it's about, about two weeks left and the film is absolutely, you know, then it's done. Um, and, and it's interesting, you know, it's a film that deals with postpartum psychosis and that type of thing. So, you know, it was another thing that I was really interested in to to explore. And then um, towards the end of the year, I started doing a, an inspirational sport film. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea behind that is really kind of to, to channel what I've gone through uh, into a film. And that is, you know, having gone through injury and having gone through through odds that really, really seem tough. Uh, I mean, the word insurmountable uh, is different for many people. Um, uh, you know, that it's a relative definition. But in this aspect or in this sense in the film, it was an insurmountable odd. But this girl just... You know, she just dug down and she she found an excuse to win. She found an excuse to carry on and to, and to make it happen. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when I lack the motivation or inspiration, you know, I do try and delve into those films. I mean, show me one guy that hasn't watched a Rocky film to get a more amped <laughs> up uh, and I'll show you somebody who lies about other things as well. Um, so... <laughs> You, you, you know, so I mean, that's just you know, that's what we go to, and, and, and that's what I want to do. And you know, it's um, the film is called The Furnace. Uh, you know, and it's about there's just this, this ultra marathon runner. So it's a, I mean, it's a really cool project. It's something I'm really excited about doing. And you know, uh, I may or may not be, uh, you know, having some really big fitness names in there. Oh. So. You know, <laughs> People are just going to have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah,
1: they're just going to have to wait and find out. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, coming, coming soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch this space. Watch this uh, space, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and as as an incredible, you know, obviously, like you said, you've got such an amazing life. You know, you get to live both of your passions and stuff. So yeah. you you've been involved with both for you know as forever, for i mean for as long as we can go back now you've, you've always been you know doing strongman stuff like that was your kind of first passion after rugby you know and then like, yeah. like, the, like the film industry what has been one of the biggest um i guess lessons you know we've got a lot of lessons from you know from the strongmen but what has been one of the biggest lessons like working? In the industry, you know, as the you know, as CEO uh, of the company, you know, what has been one of the biggest lessons that's has brought you, um, maybe not necessarily uh, like a life lesson, but in, but something that is in yeah. business.
0: Yeah. Um. Mindy, it's it's um it's 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 twofold, I guess. It's in in business, in life, in training, it's inevitable that you hit a wall and that things look really dark, uh, that you may not yeah, – I mean, you, you're not going to – I mean, there's been times where I didn't know how the hell am I going to pay my staff at the end of the month. And that's something that every business goes through. And, it, you know, it, it's impossible not to because it's a business. It's run by – you know, it's, it's, it's run by people. And, you know, we all have emotions and we all have uh, – uh, you know, the ebbs and flows and because of that, you know, it's forced upon it. So, you know, you just got to have faith and you just got to believe in you and and stay the course. Uh, You know, and I've managed to take that into business where, you know, I've put a strategy in place and man, the strategy just did not, it's not happening as fast as I wanted to. But instead of chopping and changing, you know, believe in yourself and believe. You know, trust yourself, and and just stay the course. Um, you know, trust the process. You know, that's what it's yeah. about. And, um, and and the same goes with training. I mean, you know how it is. You know, you're three, four weeks out from a competition. Maybe the body. Do, I want to? And people start doing crazy stuff. Yeah, you know they go they go off the reservation. They throw the plan uh, you know, overboard, and you know then it's just crazy stuff. And that's really when you should be calm and trust the process. You are working hard enough, and that you're doing enough to be able to get to the end result. So um, that would be the that would be the big lesson, you know that I've that I've taken out of business. Yeah,
1: huh? Yeah, I and mean, a lot of people, you know, like you said, they. Want to give up? You know, throw everything out the window. Yeah. Look, look You know, say fuck it. Mm, but I mean, that's you know, you, a, you got to let it ride. You know, there's a
0: you know, don't rush the process. Trust the process. You know, I mean, you had to turn 18 before you got to 21. It took you 21 years to get to 21. There's a reason for it. And it's the same with the business and with training. There's a reason why sometimes it takes longer. And there's a reason why sometimes you will get self-doubt. And the reason is so that you can learn to trust yourself and that you can keep on going. And, uh, and you know, if you, if you haven't learned it, believe me, life's going to keep teaching it to you. And, boy, do you learn.
1: <laughs> you... <laughs> Yeah, the lesson lesson will repeat itself until you learn the lesson. Oh, absolutely. And but I mean
0: that, that's the beauty of it, you know. Um, and, and, and if you've gone through that process, you know, and you look at some of the veteran guys in sport or in business, uh, you know, if those guys give you advice, you know, if you're coming up, if you've just started out, or you, you know, I mean, if someone started out in the fitness industry and, you know, Mindy Harleys gives you advice. You shut up and you listen because she's been through it. You know,
1: it, it's not anything
0: else, but, you know, when a guru talks, that's when you stay quiet. You don't talk when they talk. You know, you listen. Yeah. And, um, and, and and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, and, and you can keep taking advice and learning, you know, until, until the day you stop. And I think that's how you become great. Uh, but that comes back to being humble. You know, um, arrogance arrogance doesn't listen. Arrogance talks. You know, humility listens. Yeah. And uh, I mean, take a look at you know the greats, the, the you know Arnold, uh, Ronnie Coleman, you know uh Smithers, Brian Shaw, all the greatest sports. These are all people preach humility and listening, and they you know you know they've got their confidence and they've got their stuff, but on a basic level knowledge. That's what it's about. It's about acquiring knowledge. And you can't do that when you're talking. You know, you do that when you listen. And I believe that's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. So we can do twice the listening we do instead of talking.
1: <laughs> yep. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, always, and it's always, you know, it's always remaining always, like I said, always the student, you know, someone sometimes it's, say that, you know, all oh, the expert or whatever else. And it's like, you know, it's like always, Always a student. We're always we're always learning here, and there's you'll never max out on your learning.
0: <laughs> no, no, I mean an
1: expert. That
0: to me just really means it just means that you've got really really nice shoes. You know, you've been around yeah. long enough to get really nice shoes. But from a knowledge point of view, just you know, keep keep because there's always someone that knows more than you do. You know, and in my sport, there's all
1: stronger than you.
0: You know, you're never going to be the strongest guy out there. Um, and if you are the strongest guy in your gym, then you're in the wrong gym. You know, then you yeah. go to a place where you're not, so you can learn. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's,
0: it's a pretty basic concept, I think.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. So who's who's been one of the, your biggest mentors that you've enjoyed learning from?
0: Oh man, that's a <laughs> that's a great question. Um, you know, I've got, in my training career, I've had really two, especially in the strength training side, I've had two people that, that's really impacted me. Um, I- 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 Ekian Smutuza, who's, who's a really good friend of mine, um, he's been South Africa's strongest man nine times. Uh, you know, he's always been able to give me straightforward, great advice. Um, you know, he's got a fantastic work ethic, and I've taken a lot from him, Um you know, and, and, and what's made it incredible is because he's told me how much he's taken from a guy like Sitrunes or from a a Derek Calstone or a uh a Maurice Budjanovsky. So to me I see, wow, if he's learning from these guys and he's already so advanced, surely I should be doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and then the, 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 other great person, it's, uh, it's a guy I'm, I met about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, he's, uh, he's an athlete with me. Um, we actually met through USN and he's, uh, he's coaching me at the moment. Um, uh, my brother out of the UK, uh, Richard Ellis, um, he's been an incredible mentor because he's just, man, that guy does not, he doesn't sugarcoat. He doesn't stevia coat. He doesn't coat anything. <laughs> um, you know, he, he gives it to me straight, this is how it is. And um, he's got this incredible work ethic, not only in the gym, but he's constantly reading and he's constantly learning. And, I mean, he's sending me uh, an article that he read, or it's this that he's gotten through. And, and, you know, even after, I mean, he's been training some of the greatest strongmen of powerlifters out there, but yet when you talk to him, he he, he never... He never has an issue with taking and listening to your opinion, your advice. You know, and it's that humility that, you know, that's just been great to me. So between the two of those guys, it's been been an absolute, it's been such a blessing to have them to guide me in my career and, and, you know, with the choices that, you know, that I need to make and and the choices that I have made in the past. And, you know, God willing, um, I'm going to be able to listen to them for a long time still.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, that's amazing. I mean so we're so lucky when we were able to find, you know, such good mentors and you know surround ourselves mm-hmm. with, you know, such yeah. outstanding people that we can just further our growth and, you know, remain remain humble and those are the people that will keep you in check as well to make sure that your oh, yeah. head doesn't get too big either. So oh, it's yeah. always it's always great to have those kind of people in your corner as well. So and I mean And you've got, like I said, you've got an amazing support system down there in, you know, in South Africa uh, where you are, but, um, for people, you know, that don't necessarily have that, you know, what are there, are there communities? Like, how would you, how would you suggest for someone to, you know, get that support or find that motivation if they're, you know, they're not necessarily in a, you know, a great position to have that at at their disposal?
0: um, We're we're in a a fantastic era where we've got social media and I mean I I use you as an example I mean um, just you know all the success that you've achieved I've never known you not to answer anyone asking you a question on social media and I mean, that's something that's, you know, that's always struck me as, you know what, one day when someone asks me a question, I'm going to be like, I'm going to answer every single one of them. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, if you don't have access to, to people in your neighborhood or whatever, you know, you've got access to, to social media. Ask the questions. I mean, you're going to find a few idiots. I know you are, and I'm really sorry about that. But hopefully... <laughs> You know, one day you find someone like Sean or or Mindy or, or, you know, Richard Ellis or, you know, whomever. And these are guys that are, I mean, it's just, they're just burning to give you the knowledge and to share it. Because for them, it's about growing the sport and growing an individual. And it's not about the arrogance and the ego of keeping it all to myself. So, man, there's a lot of forums. There's a lot of Facebook groups, there's Instagram, there's Twitter, hop on there and, you know, uh, ask the questions and you'll find someone that that that's going to appeal to you and you're going to find someone that's going to give you the time, you know, to answer that. And, mm-hmm. and, and if you're a pro out there, you know, and you're listening to this, the next time someone asks you a question, I mean, how simple and how medial the question may be, you um, that might be the difference between them becoming pro one day and them doing the same moving forward. So, you know, you were given a talent. You were given a blessing. I mean, use it, man. Just pay it for, um, uh, you know, there's uh, – that's our job. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what makes this industry so amazing because it is about wellness. It is about fitness. It's about sharing. So, um, yeah, I'd be burning up the – I'd be burning up social media if I was in. Yeah. You no,
1: absolutely. There's so much – at their disposal there if they just keep, if they just keep trying, you know, and that's I thing too, like as you said, you know, you said for any of the pros out there listening and everything, and it's kind of, you know, that's why I, you know, dedicate so much time to answering back, like everyone, everyone that, you know, I acknowledge everyone and I answer back to any questions and stuff, but you know, it, it really, it really um, gets me down when I see, you know, larger influencers and stuff and people that will ask a question and the response will be, well... I've already, I've already, you know, answered this, or you know, I've talked about this before. Yeah, check like, my straight or whatever. You know, and it's just you've, you've got to, you've got to. No matter how many times you've heard the question, no matter how many times mm-hmm. you know someone's asked you the same question, like, "What do you do for abs? What do you do for this?" You got to treat yeah. it like it's the first time you've ever heard the, that question. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 not like you know we've been
0: blessed with being able to do certain things you know looking good or being a bit stronger or whatever we didn't cure cancer and we shouldn't have the attitude that we did
1: uh-huh, yeah. you, know, <laughs> we,
0: you know we just i mean i'm just really really grateful you know every, you know every now and then you get a question you know what do you do to, how can i get my squat up how can i get this up and i mean i remember being a little kid and asking one of my favorite rugby players a question about a past or whatever, and they took the time to answer me and to listen to me, I mean, that just made me feel incredible. And if a person can feel an iota of that, I mean, that, jeez, that's what it's about. Um, You know, when your hero answers you. You know, that's what childhood dreams are about. And, you know, who are we to squash that? It's like telling people, Santa, okay, he exists. For those of you who are asking, he does exist. (laughs) But that's like telling people he doesn't exist. It's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, nobody died. And made you the dream slayer,
1: um, yeah.
0: you know. So just be nice, you know. It doesn't take it doesn't take a lot to be nice.
1: Yeah, just be a nice human.
0: Yes, I mean, if you can be the type of person your dog thinks you are, I mean, can you imagine what a wonderful
1: place you'd be living? Oh, it'd be it'd be amazing. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, and it's it's out there, but I mean, yeah, it's, uh, there's definitely um, you know some bad some bad eggs that. Uh, yeah, put a damper on it, but that's why we gotta just keep uh, fighting the good fight, and you know, putting our yeah. best foot forward for everyone else that you know deserves uh, a kick in the butt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I mean,
0: uh, doing doing you yeah. know this podcast. Um, I mean, this is an incredible place for people to. You know, to come to get the inspiration, to get the knowledge. You know, whether you've just started lifting or whether you've been lifting for 30 years or, or you know, whatever. Um, it's just real and it's honest. And, and I find that that's something that comes across social media. is the fakeness. Um, you know, I, I've seen athletes that have never had a bad workout in their life. I mean, it's PBs every day. And that's not true. You know, that's not how it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I have really sucky workouts. And, you know, there are days that I just come back from the gym going, wow, I should seriously rather take up performance walking or something. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, I think it's important that you share that. Because, you know, there's a kid somewhere down the line or there's a guy somewhere down the line who's had a few bad workouts who thinks that, well, I can't do it because, you know, Mr. Olympia never had bad workouts. Um, you know, so it's just not for me, and, and it's not true. You know, so um, you know, I urge the guys. You know, don't share, be honest, and be real. And, you know, if, um, yeah, it's, and, and I think that's why one of the one of the reasons I really enjoy listening to your podcast. And you know, when, when you ask me, I was uh, I was I was beyond honored. This is really this is going at the top of my resume.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh
0: man. What? Yeah, right up there with the hot dog eating champion, uh, twenty thirteen. <laughs> I mean, these you know these are some big things in my life that I've achieved.
1: I'm honored. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right up with there with the hot dogs. You know, I saw I saw there was a competition uh, in our in my area here for a donut eating contest, and I kind of pondered it for about a good two seconds in my head. <laughs> but, but 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 I mean, I,
0: I would ask you to remain an amateur so you can eat donuts in the Olympics.
1: You yeah. know. Um, I,
0: I, th- I think there's a. I mean, isn't eating just the greatest part of this all? Uh, I mean, uh, strongman diet is. I mean, it's a little different than you know the yoga stuff. Yeah, and, uh,
1: uh, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's different. Different is one way to describe it. I um. What? Uh, yeah. Let, let's just uh, share what you eat in a typical day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know, I'll get up and I'll.
0: Uh, I'll generally have a. Uh, pretty big uh, protein shake out 70, 80 grams of protein. I had some, about two, 300 grams of oats in there, some MCT oil, some peanut butter, uh, maybe some ice cream or whatever. Um, so that'll go down for, for my first meal. Ice cream then, um, Yeah, isn't it the greatest thing? You know, <laughs> calories, calories, calories. Uh, I, at the moment, I'm going through like a rum and raisin phase. Um, but you can't go wrong with normal straight down vanilla. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and then uh, it's generally it's uh, it's red meat, potatoes. You know, I'm a, I'm a meat and potatoes guy from you know, South South Africa. I mean, it's pretty much what we've got here. Uh, around lunchtime, it'll be it'll be the same thing. Uh, my uh, fourth meal, pretty much uh, you know, lamb, chicken, red meat, whatever. By that time, I've already had about a. Geez, I'm going to try and convert this, but two and a half, three pounds of red meat, um, Ooh. in, um, then I have a big shake with some oats and everything, uh, for my you know, pre-workout. Yeah. Uh, I'll obviously take my, uh, uh, my supplements throughout my workout. It's a lot of uh, BCAAs, a lot of Vitargo, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, after the workout, it's another protein shake, uh, with some Vitargo again. Dinner is, dinner is good fun. Dinner is usually about two pounds of, uh, a lamb or a, or a you know, two, two of steak or something. So, uh, you yeah, know, that's, that's a pretty good meal. Uh, when, when I'm done there, it'll be four or five cream cheese sandwiches, as I get into bed. I love I, I love cream cheese. And you know what? I, I cream cheese is delicious. I know. You know what's even better? When you add crispy bacon onto it. Um, oh, man. It, Well, I mean, baking, you can add on to anything. Um, So, yeah, about four or five sandwiches. And then, right, you know, then I'll watch a bit of TV or whatever. And then, right before I switch the light out, it's 70 or 80 grams of casein um, with some milk, uh, a lot of MCT oil, and um, about another 200 grams of oats. And uh, I'll wake up at about 3 o'clock in the morning um, and uh, I'll have a protein bar and uh, some BCAAs with glutamine. And then yeah, and start all over again. So at the moment, I'm going through about seven, seven and a half thousand calories a day. Um, I mean, which is which is not big compared to the Brian Shores of the world. Uh, you know, those guys are having geez, fifteen thousand calories a day. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah I know. Um, And I, I think that's why there's such a food deficit in the states at the moment. Because Brian <laughs> Shores eating everything. Um, but what you know? What makes the diet so different is, you know, if I add some sauce or whatever on it, that's fine. You know, it's uh, uh, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of fat, there's a lot of sugars in there. But what's important is I do hit the number of, uh, of grams of protein I need to hit a day yeah. between four hundred grams. Uh, you know, that that's a given. The same goes with the carbs; it's about six seven hundred grams. Um, you know, so I'll make sure that I get that in because, you know, you can only get stronger when there's a, when there's a calorie overload yeah. and, you know, you need you need it for, for recovery.
1: So, yeah, it's yeah,
0: technically uh, no Olympia stage for me just yet. <laughs> uh, I'll Not
1: be quite going to be yeah. donning the Speedos, are you?
0: No, I, you know, they probably have to rob a circus of a tent somewhere. And, you know, I've got... I can't do that. Um, no, I mean, I've, I've seen what Sean looks like, and um, yeah, it's, uh, no, it's, <laughs> this is not going to happen. And I'm pretty sure that's why they haven't put me on the cover of Muscle and Fitness yet, because I'd be perfect, you know, that the magazine would just be too heavy. So, um, I guess that's, that's pretty much the only reason.
1: <laughs> hey, they're still yet in front of there. They're still, there. it's still a possibility that you could still end up on the magazine cover.
0: Yeah, listen. I think I got a better chance of doing a shoot with Farmers Week. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's good fun. You know, I mean, uh, uh, for the for the most part, most of the most of the strongman guys are, you know, we're built for um, for function, not not necessarily for form. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, there you go. And I mean, function is obviously absolutely mind blowing and incredible. So. It's a trade-off, you know, so... <laughs> I mean, I saw, the, I saw the stunning meme the other day, and, 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 you know, it's about one of my
0: favorite strongmen, a, a guy called Rob Oberst, and, uh, you know, he, he got asked and says, yeah, you know, I've got a six-pack. And he says, yeah, six-pack's cool, but pulling an airplane's cooler. So, you know, I'm going to leave it at that.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, that's pretty. that's pretty fucking badass, that right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, you know, it,
0: it, it happens so uh, often that you just, you know, need to drag a plane. So um, Yeah. It's I a mean, uh, yeah
1: just in case <laughs> they need a, need a boost getting off the, getting up, uh the, the tarmac there, you know, just uh holler at your boy Sam and uh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah if the if the fun thing doesn't work out, you know, I'll you know try and get a job at O'Hare uh, or something like that. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be a sight. <laughs> oh my gosh. There you go, new job position. Yeah. Perfect. Oh man. Well, Sam, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I know this is getting late on your end here. Um, we're in complete different time zones across the world, but it's been yeah. so awesome catching up with you and just getting to learn a little bit more about what goes on in uh, in your world and your life and how you know you overcome all of these adversities and how you just you know you're such an inspiration. And you know what I. I really hope you end up on that uh, on the Arnold stage for for Stryman, um, because no one is uh, more deserving of that honor than you, in my humble opinion. And uh, I hope I hope we see that day come to fruition.
0: Wendy, thank you so
1: much.
0: Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's it's been an incredible honor for me to be uh, to be talking to you. I mean, we've been. You've been Best friends for a long time, and I mean, I've always admired, uh, you know, what you do for the industry. So just to be a small part of, of, of what it is that you do, it's coming out, I'm not going to forget it. Thank you very much for it.
1: Well, like I said, the honor's all mine, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, take care, and uh, I'm off to eat, and we'll touch by soon. I can't, can't wait to hear. Yes, thank you so much, and we'll see you in November.
0: Damn straight you will. yes guys. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Sam. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Episode 6 of Becoming Unfuckwithable with my guest, Samuel Fronstein. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you do, share it with a friend. Find us on Instagram, becoming underscore unfuckwithable, and on Twitter, tweet us, hashtag beunfuckwithable. Thank
0: you for tuning in to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. If you believe you're unfuckwithable, go ahead and share this podcast.